Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talos Takes uh, and happy Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Thanks for coming on, Nick Biasini. Uh, I've got you today to talk about spam as part of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So uh, today we're going to be talking about just kind of the basics of spam and best practices for blocking it. And this is going to be a, hopefully a good overview for anyone who is like pretty new to all of this, or maybe hasn't really done anything outside of having their faith invested in Gmail to do the right thing, basically. So I kind of want to start out today by by asking you if, you know, someone's just at home and you're using a common email service like Gmail, Outlook, Yahoo Mail. I don't even know if Hotmail's around anymore, maybe Hotmail. You're probably still getting spam in your email inbox, despite those service's best efforts. So you open up an email and you can pretty much immediately tell it's spam because like there's a bunch of misspellings in it or something. What is like the first step you should take when you get an email like that, that makes it through the default spam filter? So the most important thing you can do, honestly, is report the spam. And I know that seems weird and trivial, but you have to realize that behind the scenes, these actors are constantly at battle with these big web email-based clients like Gmail, Outlook.com, Yahoo.com. They're always trying to figure out ways to bypass the filters that they have and make it into a user's inbox. By reporting spam, you're going to help kind of flag for them the things that are making it past their filters to hopefully make their filters better so the next time that spam message doesn't make it to your or anyone's inbox and instead gets caught by the filter. So I think that's something I struggle with, and I would imagine like the average user kind of struggles with who may not necessarily be, you know, fluent in cybersecurity, is that by just clicking that report spam button, it might not feel like it really does anything. I'm just going to go through a personal example, and I, I apologize for being like too grim, but like for the past two years, somebody's been using my late grandfather's name and emails to his family member. So obviously, like what happened was after he passed away, someone gained access to his contact list somehow in his email and has specifically been targeting them, invoking his name, being like, hey, look, I have some photos to share with you or whatever. Every, you know, like I unfortunately, then my grandma calls me and is like, well, what can we do to stop this? Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, without going through the whole saga there, you know, I'm obviously tell them like block the sender, report it as spam. But then the person has still been at this same tactic over and over again. So when you do report spam uh, and click that button, what is kind of happening on the back end there? And what should you do if you're still getting the same spam emails with the same types of tactics or keywords, or say like, for example, you're getting the same Black Friday targeted ad every year where somebody's like, get this free PlayStation. So one of the things that people need to realize is in the, in the land of spam, it's kind of a volume game. So the more times you report something at spam as spam, the more times it gets flagged to the email provider, the more likely it is to end up in a filter. Although it can be annoying, by repeatedly reporting that as spam, you're going to help increase that volume and hopefully get to a critical mass that will then result in it being added to a filter. Because if they are trying to write rules for like one-off spam messages, the spam filters are going to fall over. Their goal is to work to knock out as much big chunks of spam as you can as possible. So the more you report something, the more likely it's going to get on that list 
to get actioned to get taken off so that it's not making it past filters anymore. So basically then like when someone does click the report spam button in Gmail, essentially just like the more times it hits Google's algorithm, then the more time, the more likely it is to eventually be picked up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to realize most of this is is done through an automated system, right? So when you click report spam, they're sending the, the spam message through a process that kind of notes it. But the more times that spam message comes through, the more likely it's going to be saw, thought of as a problem and get something mm-hmm. resolved in action. So if you wanted to go beyond, you know, this base level for somebody who maybe has a little bit more security knowledge or is more comfortable with, you know, just using technology in general, and the basic spam filters aren't enough, and you kind of want to feel like you're doing something more, what kind of additional tools or settings could a user deploy to reduce the amount of spam they're getting? That one's a little bit more tough. So there are absolutely things you can do, but most of them are going to rely on third-party email clients. So if you're just logging into a web GUI or using your native email application on your phone, there's probably not a lot additional that can be done. However, If you're using like a third-party email solution, a lot of them provide capabilities that will do additional levels of spam filtering, additional, some will even provide you the way to load your own custom filters. So if you Mm -hmm. want to really nerd out and write your own filters to prevent your spam from showing up, you can do so in some of those uh, like third-party applications. And then looking back a little bit more broader, what do you think that we as a security community, especially because this is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, obviously, and we're all kind of hopefully talking about the same things this month, how can we get people to care more about spam? Because I feel like this is like a topic that we've been talking about since the dawn of the internet. And like, this is something that I'm, I talked to Jason Schultz about a couple of weeks ago, I'm doing like a researcher spotlight on him. And he was talking to me about like how he was blocking spam, like back in the nineties and the different stuff that he was looking for then. So this is like a kind of a tale as old as time. And how do we, how can we be kind of approaching that conversation with users to maybe educate them a little bit better or getting them to just take that extra step of clicking the report spam button? How should we kind of be approaching that conversation? Well, one of the things that people need to realize is spam messages continue to be probably the most active avenue for malicious, uh, for malware. So by reporting spam, you're potentially helping prevent people get infected by malware. That is first and foremost, the most important thing. The other thing is, is this is a nuisance and everybody gets aggravated when they start getting emails in their inbox related to this as AI and deep fakes become bigger and bigger parts of the landscape, it's going to be harder and harder for people to differentiate between spam and non-spam. So making the effort to flag the things that you know for a fact are spam may really help those people that have a much harder time differentiating between those two things. Think about your parents, think about your grandparents, and how difficult it can be for them to differentiate a real message from spam message. So by helping kind of push that, Report your spam. Hopefully you can help those that aren't as good at you to identify what's good and what's bad. Stop them from doing something that either infects Mm -hmm. their system, results in them handing over PII, or worse, results in them handing over money or something that's even harder to get back. All right. Well, I appreciate your time as always, Nick, for taking a few minutes to talk to me for the show. Um, Is there anything else about spam in general that's just kind of top of mind for you right now? Uh, The biggest thing for me is the wave of what's coming. So right now, spam might be full of typos and mistakes. In the future, that's not going to be the case. With language models out there and as easily accessible as they are, it's becoming increasingly easy for people to write 
very clean language email messages. So please be diligent, be careful what you're clicking, be careful what you're responding to, and honestly, just be paranoid when it comes to email. All right, awesome. Well, thanks as always for your time, Nick. Appreciate it and hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks so much.